there and welcome to the show. I'm Jerry Ann Savelle and I'm so excited that you're here with me today. You know, the last few weeks we've been talking about faith. To begin anything in your faith walk, it starts with faith. We're all given the measure of faith and it's up to us to increase day by day in our faith walk. Well, today I want to talk about faith versus our feelings and emotions. And I have a special guest with me today that I'm so excited about. Please welcome Kelly Copeland, my big sister. I'm so happy to have you here with me. I'm thrilled to be here. You know, Dad taught us 47 years ago when the Copelands came into our lives that Isaiah 52, 7, that beautiful are the feet of those that bring good news. And the Copeland feet will always be beautiful in the Savelle house. And I feel that way about you. You are just such a blessing to my life. And it's an honor to have you here. Well, I love it. In fact, I'm sure I took full ownership of that position when we were younger. <laughs> and I had you do stuff for me. I probably shouldn't have. I didn't mind. order you around. I didn't mind cleaning your room and <laughs> doing all those things for you. <laughs> you did honor me. And I, what you really honored we, me with was years and years of friendship and sisterhood. She's always been there for me. Oh, well, I love you. And I'm just so excited about the show today. You know, we've been through a lot together. We've gone to school together. We have We've been through babies together. We have 11 kids between us. So we have been through it all. And you know, we both grew up in Word of Faith houses. That's all we've known is Word of Faith. But I think, you know, growing up, not necessarily our dads taught this, but it's been kind of taught in the Word of Faith camp that you're not to have feelings and emotions, you know, that you're just to stick with the Word of God and you're not to feel anything. But God created us with feelings and emotions. He doesn't want robots. And I think it's just so important that we learn how to balance the two. What do you think about that? No, I totally see the need for that. And you have, I think you said a very important point is that our parents did not teach us that erroneous message. Mm -hmm. But somehow people thought, and you know, they also, those same people think you're not supposed to have a problem. Right. Those same people will leave their church if the pastor gets sick or has something go wrong in their life. Mm -hmm. They think, oh, my pastor must not be a faith person. Right. Well, good luck finding one. You know, till you get to heaven, there is not a pastor on the planet that doesn't have challenges. Well, we all go through things. We all do. Yeah. Because, and that's why God gave us the Word. Mm -hmm. That's why He allowed us to have faith in His Word to overcome. Right. And if there is no need to overcome, why would He give us that? Mm -hmm. So there's... a a lot of erroneous thinking. I remember years ago when Fred Price came out with faith, foolishness, or presumption. Do you mm -hmm. remember? Yes. Do you even remember what a storm that caused? Yes. Like, what's wrong with Fred Price? And mm -hmm. Why is he saying all this? And, and I just remember thinking, actually, he makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And even now looking back, I see how much sense it makes to stop and think, I'm am I presuming some things that God didn't say? Am I presuming some things that even Brother Jerry and Brother Copeland didn't say? Mm -hmm. Yes, many times they do. And I think people think our lives have to look perfect or we're not in faith. Right. And that's not true. Our lives are not perfect. That's why we have, not only is that why we have a Savior, Jerry Ann, that's why we need a Savior. Right. And the more uh, we allow our feelings and emotions to exist where they belong, mm -hmm. the more we understand how much we need a Savior. Before you started, I thought, 
man, if I don't need my emotions and feelings for anything more than to say to me, Kelly, you need a savior today. Yes. We need him well, you every said, day. You said earlier to me in the dressing room, you said that our emotions and our feelings are strong indicators of where we're at and where we need to correct something in our lives. So it's actually a good thing. It is. It's like a kind of like a barometer to let us know where we're at, you know, and yes. what we need to target our faith towards. Do you remember my first car? Yes, I do. <laughs> I know you do, because I would come pick you up. Mm -hmm. But I had a Datsun 280ZX, and I know if you're old, younger than me, you may not realize what a car that was. Oh, she was the coolest. It, I was totally <laughs> coolest. And I had it when I was 14 years old. And I had my license to drive across town to go to school at... at my dad's school. Yes. Yeah. Go to school at Jerry Ann. And uh, I would drive it 100 miles an hour. Kelly, you're telling on yourself. <laughs> I, I'm free. I'm so free. Today, it's good. I can tell on myself with no shame because I was an idiot, and I'm not now. Hallelujah. Yeah. But I, my car taught me such bad habits because that car would say, fuel level is low. Fuel level is low. That is when I would even consider getting gas. Like, I never looked at the gauge to see when I needed gas. She had to come on and tell me mm -hmm. my fuel was low, so then I would go, hopefully, to the gas station and get gas. Mm -hmm. Well, I've always said this about doubt, but I think now that I've taken time to consider feelings and consider emotions as a part of my story, I realize that not just, I always said doubt is just an indicator. Doubt in and of itself is not bad. Mm-hmm because it tells us, hey, Kelly, your fuel level is low. Mm -hmm. Your faith fuel level is low and you're doubting God, you're doubting his word, you have fear in your life, you better go see what he says mm -hmm. and feed on that. And so I've always thought that about doubt. But now I realize our feelings are just an indicator of what's going on in our soul. Mm -hmm. So if our feelings are telling us prodding us to feel this or think this, and it's not what God says, right. then we know there's something in our soul that we need to go to the Lord about. And I, I actually did some broadcasts. Uh, I guess they aired in um, May. And I was talking about these very things. Well, I got this letter from this lady, if you don't care if I read yeah, it. Yeah, I want you to. Because I, I think that she's not alone in the way she felt. Mm -hmm. So this lady said, um, uh, she said, my, the broadcast helped her to realize she was blocking her emotions off and not feeling them. She thought if she had emotions, she was not in faith. Mm -hmm. She stuffed all those feelings and emotions down, and she thought if she was feeling the emotions, then she was walking in fear, not faith. She thought she was not a woman of faith because she was allowing feeling and emotions. She would block those and refuse to feel. Then she'd cry, and then she'd feel the Lord was mad at her, and she felt like she had to start all over again. Mm -hmm. And said she prayed and cried to the Lord to show her what caused the feelings and emotions so she could be healed of them. We will never be healed of feelings and emotions because God made us mm -hmm. this way. Well, we're not robots. No. He created us with and emotion. we have to have faith in Him that He knows what to do with them. Right. So she did the right thing. She asked the Lord to help her. 
So it says she heard his voice say he's not mad at her and that she does not have to start all over and that it's okay to have feelings and emotions. And so she gave those to him, all the stuff she'd been stuffing down. Mm -hmm. These were her exact words. This broadcast teaching has helped her to know that he loves her and it's okay to have emotions and it doesn't mean she's weak or out of faith. It says she's free to be what the Lord says she is and knows what to do with those now and that is give them to him. Right. What the Lord had shown me, Jerry M, was anything, whether it's, it works the same with our tithe, it works the same with any part of our life, anything that we hold back and don't give to him, mm-hmm. Satan will get in there and mess around with it. Right. We hold our tithe back, He's going to mess with it. Mm-hmm. You should just give it to the Lord because yeah. it's His. Right. Well, with our feelings and emotions, we've so, here's what I realized I had so put them aside, but, but not to be led by them. We're not to be led by them. Mm-hmm. But I had been putting them aside. So even when I would worship the Lord, I would not be a whole person worshiping the Lord because we worship in our soul. So that's our mind and our will and our emotions. Right. So I'm shoving my emotions aside. I sure don't want to let them in my worship. Oh my goodness, we don't want to be emotional when we worship. <laughs> I just roll my eyes at myself, not you. <laughs> that I set them aside and I wasn't giving those to the Lord. I wasn't giving Him access to them either. Mm-hmm. But when I did that and I crossed that bridge and I began to say, wait, my emotions are something he gave me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to present them to him just like everything else that he's given me. Yeah. And he began to work in there. He began to, I began to realize that God talks to us and moves us in our emotions. Mm-hmm. It's part of our soul. Right. So if our soul is not whole when we present it to God, we're not wholly being presented to God. Mm-hmm. We're not living a whole life when we withhold these things. So, you know, it's very much a gift of God and very much we don't worship from our spirit. We worship from our soul. Yeah, it's a spirit, soul, and body. All of, all it, of it, all of it together. And, you know, freedom can be kind of messy, mm-hmm. quite frankly, and it's okay. Yeah. I actually heard, you know who I heard say that? Mm. I heard George W. Bush say that. Um, and he was talking about, you know, people are all concerned about what's going on over here and how they're free, but they're making a mess of it. And he goes, you know, freedom can be messy mm-hmm. at first. And then when people really get a taste of being free, yeah. they will fight for their own freedom. Right. And at the time, I really didn't understand that on a personal level. Personal level, But now I do. It's like, yeah, getting through it, getting understanding of it might have been kind of messy. Mm-hmm. But when you get really free in all those areas, that's when you can walk in faith. Mm -hmm. You know, Timothy talks about because of the stuff going on in your conscience that your faith can be shipwrecked. Mm -hmm. And I think people have their faith shipwrecked and they don't even know why. Yeah. But it's because they're not giving the Lord all these feelings and emotions and uh, you wanna be feelings versus emotions feelings, emotions versus faith, and and it puts people at war Mm -hmm. with themselves. And that's what the enemy wants. It is. He doesn't care how we're messed up. He wants chaos in your soul. Mm -hmm. And we want peace. Peace. Yes. I struggled for years, sadly decades. I struggled decades of my life 
And I lived in emotions. I mean, I constantly went with whatever thought the enemy gave me, or I was easily offended, or I needed affirmation from people. I struggled constantly by living with my feelings and emotions. But when I finally gave it to the Lord, you know, and got in the Word and saw what He said about it, that I don't have to be a robot. I mean, He created me with my personality and my giftings and and I can be who I'm called to be, but I subject those emotions to the Word of God. Your dad said, soul, you say what I tell you to say. So you speak. I mean, confession is so important. You know, when your mind and your will and your emotions are wanting to take over, I talk a lot to myself. When I'm in the car and I start feeling a certain way, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going there. We're going with what the Word says. And you just have to begin to filter every thought through the Word of God so that your emotions and your feelings line up with what He says and not what your flesh is feeling at that moment, right? That's true. <laughs> and then when you go through that process with the Lord and you let Him access, I always say it's like a, he, you allow him to shine that flashlight, you know. I mean, for some people it's like in your purse. Like you don't want anybody seeing your purse or you don't want anybody seeing your laundry room. And, you know, I was preaching this to some youth at the church and I'm like, I was trying to, I've talked about the laundry room and I thought, oh, they don't get that. They never go in the laundry room. <laughs> and then I thought, wait, under your bed yeah. or in your closet. And they're like, oh, you mm -hmm. know, when your mom's coming in, you shove it all in there. Yeah. Not because that's where it goes, but mm -hmm. because... That's where you want to hide it. So easy. And that's what we do to our, our poor soul, you know, mm -hmm. just shove stuff in there because we don't want it out here in the open. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's important to realize, Darian, your spirit is strong. Your spirit is re reborn. So the area that has to change is your soul. Mm -hmm. But God gives us the provision for that. And can I read a, a scripture mm -hmm. that meant so much to me? He gives us... This word, he will take you to just what you need, when you need it. If you will put this, if you will begin to give him these, your soul, your feelings, your emotions, he'll show you the right word if he has to do it through Instagram, okay? This verse, I really, when, when I saw this verse, he changed my life with this verse, Psalm wow. 19, 12. And I think I saw it on Instagram one day. Wow. You know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, keep those scripture posters coming because they can change somebody's life, literally. The word is the word. So this day I was reading this. It says, how can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Those mm -hmm. are hidden things that you don't even know are there. I know when the Lord started revealing things to you, it was like, seriously, Lord, that's in there? Mm -hmm. You know, because you start letting him crack it open and you begin to see stuff through his eyes that's in you that doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. Stuff you didn't even know that was there. Right. I mean, he showed me so many things, things that went all the way back to when I was three years old. And um, he began to clean it out. Mm -hmm. But I found the scripture first. And so when I read that, sins lurking, those are hiding. And it's not your heart, your spirit. It's your heart, your soul, mm -hmm. your mind, your will, and your emotions. Sin doesn't lurk in our spirit. Mm -hmm. It can't. It's right. reborn. But yeah. in our soul is where it trips us up. It says, cleanse me from these hidden faults. And Jerry, and I didn't read that like my fault, your fault. Mm -hmm. I heard that from the Lord like, cleanse me from these hidden wheat places like San Andreas fault. Mm 
Hmm. Like there's these cracks yeah. underneath the surface. So everything looks great up here and mm -hmm. Susie Christian, mm -hmm. but underneath there's, it shifts, it's moving because it's not stable. Well, anymore. oftentimes we're guilty of putting on our church mask, yeah. you know, our Christian mask when there's a whole lot of ugly, that's what I say. I had to deal with a whole lot of ugly underneath, you know? And actually the church has not been brilliant about letting somebody be hurt or letting somebody be honest or letting somebody be wrong without hammering them with, well, you're not a faith person. Mm -hmm. And it's the most honest person, the person who can say, hey, I need help with this, that's actually gonna get help. Because mm -hmm. if somebody can know they need a savior, they will get what they need from Jesus. Right. But if you try to hide things, you won't. Mm -hmm. So keep me, keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt or shame mm -hmm. and innocent of great sin. So it's these little things in our soul that cause people to do big mess ups. Mm -hmm. Instead, they get focused on the big mess up without fixing what's going on inside. Right. And I don't care what you're facing today, God's word covers it all. And in all of this, Jerrion asked me to share something. Is that okay if I go ahead and share that with Psalm 103? Yes. Do you have it? Is, what do you have there, King This James? is Amplified. Amplified. It might be better in there than in here. I like reading it out of the Well, I remember you calling me and, and telling me about this, and I just thought it was so good, so I wanted you to share with us. Well, as you read, if, if it says better in there, then interrupt me. Because what happened to me was I was in a lot of pain. I was in a lot of stuff going on where the Lord was cleansing stuff out of me and showing me things. I was in a lot of upside down turmoil in my own personal life at the time, but the Lord was taking me through step by step and that's what he will do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I was in so much pain in my back and my neck and I had been in so much sciatic pain from my back I had literally for weeks been pretty locked down, like terrible pain every day, especially in the morning. Mm -hmm. Well, I was quoting the word and quoting the word and quoting the word, and I woke up. I was bleeding for my healing. I woke up and no pain. And I had, I was like that, I think one day, and I went to bed the, that night and woke up the next morning with the worst crick in my neck. And I was so mad. I was mm -hmm. like, I've been having this pain for so long and it goes away and now I'm going to have a stupid crick in my neck. <laughs> and so I heard the Lord say, bless the Lord on my soul. And so I just, I said it, bless the Lord on my soul. Well, through the course of that day, the Lord showed me the power of that. Mm -hmm. Do you know that in your mind is where pain rests? Mm -hmm. And this all, the Lord showed me all this just like that. Your, in your mind is where pain signals. Same thing as your feelings. Mm -hmm. It's in your mind tells you, hey, something's wrong in your body. Yeah. Hey, something's wrong in your soul. Just, and so they're very equated. But I realize Psalm 103 is not just a good confession. Mm -hmm. It's not something that we should say just to remind ourselves of the word. It is a command. It is a demand that you can place on your soul mm -hmm. to remember that it's blessed. Remember that you're healed soul. Remember that you're pain free because part of your soul is in your, is your mind. Mm -hmm. And so 
I started saying that by faith and I was not talking just in general to my spirit. I wasn't talking to my spirit. I wasn't, talk I wasn't even talking to my body. I said to my soul, you will, I was so mad at my soul. You will bless the Lord. You will. And I started to listen to these things and the pain went away like that. Mm. And I was actually had driven out to Rockwall at traffic time. I was driving back. I went to see your sister. I had a meeting with your sister and I was driving like this, mm -hmm. you know, and as soon as I'd say that my neck would release. And then in a little bit, 10 minutes maybe, it would do it again. And I'd say it again and it would release. I did that all day long, but then the next day it was gone. Mm -hmm. But look at what it says here. So whether it's pain or anything, there's so much in this one chapter to remind our soul about. Almost mm -hmm. everything is dealt with right here. Let all I am praise the Lord. Or the King James says, bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, soul, Bless his holy name. And it says, never forget the good things that he does for me. Soul, mm -hmm. he forgives all my sins. It says, don't forget his benefits. I wish I had the King James in front of me. He forgives my sins. Soul, he's healed all my diseases. He redeems me from death. He crowns me with love and tender mercies. You know, when you tell your soul that, it'll straighten out your feelings because mm -hmm. your soul has to listen. Right. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. Think about what that can do for you if you've been hurt. Mm -hmm. You tell your soul this soul. You don't need to worry about what's been done to you. Mm -hmm. He deals out righteousness right. and justice. Yeah. And then your soul goes, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> he, he revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, filled with unfailing love. You know, people sometimes live with angry people and it causes damage to your soul. But you're, you can tell your soul, he's, he doesn't get angry with you, soul. You can tell your soul just the same way that he delivered Moses and the people of Israel, he will deliver you, mm -hmm. soul. He does not constantly accuse us. He does not remain angry. He does not punish us. He does not deal harshly with us. His unfailing love toward those who feel, fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. So assuring your soul that he loves you. Mm -hmm. He's removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. He's like a father to his children, tender and compassionate people who don't have a father, they can receive this promise. You know, it says our days are like the d grass. Well, it doesn't say our life is. It says the days, what you've been through, what I've been through. It's like that little spot of grass that's mm -hmm. dead that next spring, you don't even see it. Right. That's the way God is, mm -hmm. and that's the way He heals our lives. Oh, Kelly, it's so good. We could keep going. But let's take a commercial break right now, and we'll be back in just a few moments. What is faith and how should you use it? Faith Made Simple is an insightful 4-CD teaching from Jerry Savelle that will give you a firm understanding of faith. In it, you will learn the steps to a successful faith project, what you must have before you step out in faith, how faith sees beyond circumstances, and more. In Faith on the Move, Jerry Ann Savelle teaches how faith is always moving forward. You don't have to get stuck, sit down, or look back in your faith walk. It takes great faith operating in your heart to see great faith results. 
In the powerful book, The Nature of Faith, you will discover how faith can increase and decrease, how to determine your level of faith, how to see through the eyes of faith, and more. Your faith can move mountains. Learn to understand faith and live the life God created you to live. However far along you are in your journey of faith, the Faith Made Simple package is for you. Call now or go online to jerrysavelle.org to request this powerful trio, including Faith Made Simple, Faith on the Move, and The Nature of Faith. Discover the keys to getting results in your faith walk today. Welcome back. I just want to encourage you to go to the website, jerrysavelle.org, and order this package. It is just so good. You know, the other day I was kind of getting discouraged a little bit about some prayer that I'd prayed and I didn't feel like it was coming to pass. And just for a moment, you know, split second, I felt discouragement, but I know what to do. And I popped this CD in. There's four CDs in here, and I popped this in, and I'm telling you, faith came immediately. So I want to encourage you to go. There's four CDs in here, and then the Nature of Faith book goes right along with it. It's like a study guide. They just go hand in hand. And if you're a book reader, then you can go through this really quickly. It's just so good. And then this is a message that I did out in California. It's called Faith on the Move, and it's talking about faith is active. Faith doesn't sit still. Faith is moving to the next level, and you've got to be a hearer of the word, but not only a hearer, a doer of the word every single day. So I want to encourage you to go to the website, don't delay, jerrysavelle.org, and get this package, and we'll send it out as soon as possible. I want to leave you with this scripture. Kelly was just so awesome today. It was, we could have just kept going. But I want to read this scripture to you. It says from Psalms 55, 18. He has redeemed my soul, that's your mind, your will, and emotions, in peace from the battle that was against me. He's redeemed us. It's so powerful. Kelly, right before we go, would you just pray for our viewers right now? And I just believe that if they're battling with these kind of things, that they're going to be stirred up today Amen. to just give it to God. Well, Father, we just thank you for what you've done for us. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done for our soul. You have redeemed our soul. Thank you. You did, the, you did what you needed to do so that we could have peace. You even told the disciples, I want to leave you with the gift of peace. And the world can't give it to you. You won't find it there, but we have it in you. So we receive it by faith into our mind, our will, and our emotions. Lord, we receive what your word says, that we can have our soul restored. So Lord, I'm asking you to move in on every person who would say today, Lord, come on in to my soul and clean house. Lord, move in on us. Show us things that need to change. Free us. We receive freedom today. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for the miracle of your love and your active working in our heart and we receive it by faith we thank you for teaching us and we thank you for psalm 1912 we thank you for cleansing us and showing us things that we need to change in jesus name amen amen well thanks for joining us and come back next week because kelly's going to be with me again and just remember that your faith can overcome the world have a great day next week you and i have grown up in this and it's not to be I mean we're privileged and honored to grow up in this but if your dad's not a famous preacher 
you have an amazing heritage. If you're a child of God, then your father Abraham, you go so far back to father Abraham. And we need to treat this heritage of faith as a precious heirloom. I mean, these, these are just priceless to me, you know? But we need to treat the word of faith like that, that it's, it's special to us and that we value it and that we nurture our faith all the time.